Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. American corn farmers. A proud and chosen profession inspired through generations. Tested, resilient, and committed to giving back as much as they're growing pushing the boundaries of what's possible with every bushel, while replenishing every increasingly precious resource, like the reduction of soil loss by 40% with every acre grown. In a world where sustainability matters more than ever, we need all the help we can get. And there's no greater resource than the capable hands of American corn farmers. Yo, good, yo, my boy? That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building making aunties bat them lashes. Okay, I'm just foolin', let me cool it. See y'all listenin'? Join us as we get these big ups to black excellence. Okay. News you can use to uplift your kinfolk and them. Feed them something different than that circus act on CNN. Just enough humor so it never be your boy. So welcome, welcome Mr. Mr. Martin. This is ethnic-ish. I, 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 I'm just saying, women are the backbone of our civilization, cuz. And for them to be mistreated, underpaid, and stressed, cuz, it's downright Justice, cuz, like Pac said, we gotta uplift and support our women, cuz. Did you know every dollar a man make, a woman make 79 cent, cuz? Like, my mom had to try and feed me off 79 cent. Your mom had to try and feed you off 79 cent, cuz. And don't even get me started with hospital treatment, cuz. Like, they gotta do something, man. They gotta close the gender gap on these finances, cuz. Class blood. 
right now but i'm stupid dumb a drug because i forgot to turn the auto dj off and that motherfucker kept rolling but anywho as i said we back on another episode of ethnic ish and more it's your boy your host nico the great and i'm waiting on my dog melanie maria bud talk stl mrs bud talk stl to pull up uh yeah yo the general won't be in the building but we got to throw them DJ horns for our guests, man. We got the barbers from the spot. What's good, y'all? What's poppin'? What's poppin', man? How y'all been? Listen, man. Listen, it's been a long weekend, <laughs> Look, I'm already knowing, <laughs> man. Look, I done seen all the pictures. I'm in it like, yeah, these niggas turn. I see the picture. You, you in the bed knocked. I'm like, I know this nigga baby. I'm like, but that's how it's supposed to be. If you don't fall out like that and everybody can take a picture of you, that means you ain't succeed. For the weekend, the way that you planned it, bro. So, it was a great weekend, bro. man. That's great weekend. That's what's up. Oh, Look, you got, you got more great weekends coming. It's almost that time, man. Two weeks, baby. Eighteen days in count. You ready? <laughs> yes, sir. That's what's up, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, my dog's gonna walk down that aisle. Hey, man, <laughs> y'all ain't bro. ready. Don't do it. <laughs> if you is. Go ahead, cuff up for the other nigga that been in her inbox <laughs> trying to shoot his shot. Look, to, it's a lot of work. I'm look, I'm that. already knowing, bro. Yeah, but, but when you can find that one person you can rock with, it'd be worth it. Huh? You'd be like, fuck it, man. All these, all these other women ain't worth the time no more. It's just like, I'd rather deal with your bullshit because all y'all crazy. So I might as well pick the crazy that I can tolerate the most. Just do one, bro. Just look. Do one. Hey, bro. 
Because they all got the same attitude. Yeah. And it's going to be too much stress on yourself. Just well, I'll be trying to tell you. I'm like, that's what niggas like, man, you, you are. I'm like, bro, I ain't trying to do none of that shit. I'm like, I'll be chilling. Hey, I rock with one person. I may talk to another person. I'm like, y'all too crazy for me to be trying to talk to 10 of y'all mm-hmm. at one time. Bro. I ain't got the energy for it. Well, you got to do 10 different things 10 different times. I got to remember no, 10 different people, personalities. Exactly. I'm like, one of y'all pissed me off, the other nine going to know. No, sir. Especially if it's the one I like the most. <laughs> I don't want to. I ain't trying to deal with that shit. Y'all heard yeah. that. Get you one that you deal with, that you cool with. One and done. Sit your ass down. <laughs> and look, that's how I am. One and done. One and done. Once I get married, it's a wrap, girl. You mad, go take your ass in another room. Hey, ain't no yeah, divorce. Look, that shit costs too much. Up. That you shit did. You lost it. You lost it. It look, is what it is at this point. Look, facts. I got, that's why I ain't fucking with nobody till I'm ready. Because it's a one and done after that. Bitch, you stuck with me. <laughs> what, fuck, what you talking about? You stuck, you stuck with, with me. You stuck oh, with me. She forgot to deal with me forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm a motherfucker, man. But, hey, look, you know, we both the same. We both can put up with each other. We look, talk and y'all, y'all done had enough time, though, to done figure that out about each other. They'd be like, do I really want to deal with this motherfucker forever? Man. This is forever. This is like, yeah, motherfucker, I can deal with your ass forever. You cool. How long is forever? Yeah, man. <laughs> How long is forever? If I can feel like I can see you old, then I can deal with you I now. Mean, I'm like, man, you be a cool motherfucker when we get old. You ain't gonna get on my nerves too much. Yeah, you know, like, you know I just go downstairs. Look, that's all I want. <laughs> that's all I'll be telling chicks. I'm like, man, I get mad. You ain't gotta worry about me. If I leave the house, that mean check what time the skating rink open. Because I'm pretty sure that's why I left. <laughs> and I ain't going to talk to nobody in there. That's my stress reliever. Hey, I would come home and I'm like, man, you good? Mm-hmm. No, well, I'm sleep down here, man. Fuck you. I leave the house, baby. I'm finna go hit some corners, man. We finna get on the Harley, man. We finna go ride. We get that. <laughs> hey. Look, you know, got a bike. Look, you find your stress reliever and you keep it moving straight up. So I need to welcome all y'all ashy asses back. Fuck with me, I call them my followers ashy because niggas usually don't put lotion on late at night. Chilling, you letting that motherfucker bask in the ambience. You know I definitely don't. Look, <laughs> I'll be ashy until I got to go in public, baby. Ain't nobody trying to see me. And if I got to put pants on, I'm not wasting my lotion. <laughs> like I'm gonna put lo- people out here putting lotion on and putting pants on. I'm like, for what? Who you plan on showing your knees to in the next hour or so? I'll, I'll put some lotion on when my knees got to come out. Other than Shut that, up. baby, I ain't fucking putting them on. I'm lazy, yeah. I'm just putting pants on. Look, same here. I'm putting pants, pants on, on. Make sure the, the crack of my fingers I'm putting lotion on. I'm like, look, I'm, I'm dark-skinned, so I got to make sure my elbows and my fingers uh, cool. Crazy thing is, I don't wear lotion. Man, you better, like, hey, oh, I, I don't wear lotion quick. or I don't wear Cormex. Um, I don't wear Cormex. I never bought uh, that shit, never used it. Vaseline, just, I will wear it on my lips, yes, sir. Nah. They say, they they say make Cormex. Me See, when you got your grill in, bro, when you got your grill in, you I heard so much shit about yeah. Cormex, though, as a little kid. I was like, they said Cormex is goat sperm. Low key, Cormex burn. Cormex burn, bro. I'll put that shit on one time. It's putting Vicks on Lips open like a mug. This shit like licking a regular Rello. This shit is spicy. What the fuck is going on? Straight swishing. Straight swishing. I'm like, is that the tobacco? Why this shit so goddamn spicy? Straight up. Fucking lips be burning. So man, look. Y'all asses, make sure y'all keep tuning in to us at mycitymymusic.com. That's where we get here live every Wednesday at 830. Uh, go download that Spreaker app. That is our main platform as well as the other 20 plus. So if you got Apple, you on Spotify, iHeart, as soon as we end the show, all the episodes upload on there. You can play it back right then and there. Also, we got to throw them DJ horns, man. Shout out to our sponsors at Cash App. I appreciate yeah. y'all fucking with me. And as I say every episode, Jack Dorsey, I'm trying to get these student loans paid, bro. <laughs> so, Straight up. however we got to do that, I ain't asking you to give me nothing, even though I know you got it. 
Just teach me the game, Ghost. Hey, I'm just trying to get that shit <laughs> taken teach care of. Game, Ghost. Look, I said you got that. But teach me teach the motherfucking game, game, Ghost. Because <laughs> I need to know what you did to get that bag. I don't want you to give it to me. Speaking of that, that shit come back on Sunday. Look, bro. Sunday. I just excited? finally seen. The, I'm the, not excited okay. to see that. I just saw my first trailer. The trailer I saw made me. <laughs> of what? Oh, uh, the what's the power book, book two? Man, I heard they going backwards. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know how they going backwards, though, unless it's like one of them in present day and we go backwards. Because from the little snippet I saw, Tasha was in jail. Mm. Tariq was trying to get his mama out of jail. Nah. Met the man, was the lawyer. Mary J. Blige had right. something to I do. Mean, I mean, I, I, yeah. I'll watch it just to see Mary J. Blige and yeah. see like how she play a part. But I ain't, like, I, it ain't, I'm not excited to she see. She's not the greatest actress. I'll say that for damn sure. She in the umbrella. They said bring goes back in a wheelchair. Look, bring him back. <laughs> Just bring them back. I don't know, please. Well, bring them back like Kanan was in all the episodes, man. Dead. Yeah, just that's talking what I want, to man. Really what they gonna do. He man. can't just not not be a part of the yeah. show in some capacity. He, he had to record he something ghost. for the show. He Straight is up. ghost, bro. Like, like, come on, bro. Like, Tommy got to pull back up. Like, all of the Tommy yeah, drove Tommy off did. and dip. I'm like, I need Tommy to pull back up. All mm-hmm. of that shit. And he pulled out to that Nate Dogg in style. I said, then. And that motherfucker old school, man. That shit was clean. I'm just like. When I saw it was Mary J. Blige and Method Man, I'm like, I mean, Method Met cool, yeah, cool actor. Man, yeah. So I was like, I, 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 I could tolerate. I don't know what part y'all. They don't got him as what I thought he was gonna be. So I'm like, okay, we're gonna see what this is. You a lawyer? That's a little different. I expect you to be some type of hood nigga. In here. Hey. And then just because I'm like, what else is he gonna play in this type of show? But then Mary J. Blige is like. She married J. Blige when she, she the same person whether she's singing. She gonna look like Missy Elliott dancing in the rain. Look, bro, it is like it ain't no difference <laughs> in what she do. Like that shit stay the same, monotone the whole way through. She in the Umbrella Academy kicking ass, but other than that, I just be like, I just want to see your fine ass in the show. That's Because <laughs> Mary out here, look, then Mary that nigga left you. Erickson Mary been paying that nigga alimony. She be looking real good. I'm married. You know I like mo. Look for a young nigga. I'm almost on. Holla <laughs> at me. I gave I gave Megan a shout out last week. She ain't hit me up. You just so, you got Megan. Yeah, look, I'm shooting my shot at everybody. Hey, cool yeah. Might as well. By the time I get on Megan, be about 26, 27. Man, she done got it out of system a little bit. I ain't scared of your little tall ass. I knock that motherfucking tree back. <laughs> look and look at dead in the eyes. She's like, boy. I'm like, look, don't let Tori fuck it up for all us. As a little, as a little angry nigga, hey. but I still want to know what you did. Straight up, crazy bro. I just started like I just kind of started listening to the nigga music. I ain't gonna fake it. And I started liking this music. And the nigga shoot the, I'm, like, I'm like, bro, you shot her from. I just not start listening to Tory Lanez. Like, See, the thing is, I, I was a I ain't gonna say a Tory Lanez fan. I was listening to Tory Lanez back when before he got his teeth together. Yeah. Nah, oh, he looked. Yeah, that. see, bro, I I wasn't that hip on him either. I started actually like I heard a little him. shit here and there. He I'm like, damn, that nigga <laughs> straight up. That nigga cool. Then I listened to the what was the chicks tape the last one, you, number five. Tape. I was like, okay, I may need to go listen to the other folks. See, and then I caught on. Cold. I was kind of feeling his swag when I sent him on that little uh, what's that show that we usually watch all the time when he. When he uh, they had to rhythm and flow, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't watch it, bro. Oh, I heard man. it was called. Yeah. It's on Netflix, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. that dude from uh, yeah, Ti was a judge, yeah, Quaddy uh, B was Nike the judge, Chance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bro, you gotta watch that, bro. I'm gonna check it. You I heard. I, that's what I heard from here. I ain't heard one person say that show wasn't. Bro, that show man. is it. Hey, and yeah. Tory Lanez came out, did a little feature, the swag. I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of mess with Tory Lanez. 
then he pulled this little man syndrome shit. I'm like, <laughs> first of all, you know how many niggas want Meg? I don't know what capacity y'all was fucking with each other, but it seemed like y'all was fucking with each other. I straight ain't realize how little Tory Lane was. Bro, 5'3", 120. That's he 5'3". 5'3", 120. That's why he mad all the time. <laughs> this nigga is... nigga fifth grader. This nigga is me. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's crazy though, because on TV, I learned what they was doing to make people look taller than what they is. And they, they put the camera angle up. Wow. So it make it look like yeah. you're bigger than what... And yeah. I, I learned that in the Apollo, bro. Yeah. I, I went to the Apollo <laughs> in New York. I got to go maybe... 10, 10 plus years ago and we got to go one I was mad because on random night we went it was gospel night they ain't had that shit in like 5 years <laughs> I expect to see somebody for real I'm like alright cool at least I hopefully I got a famous person right. I know something I ain't never heard of before so I'm mad about that shit but then I was like I walk in the building I'm like damn the Apollo look big as fuck on TV I swear they're that shit look like a regular small auditorium yeah. and I ask him I'm like so how so are y'all making this bigger than big? that they probably about the same. Nah, I don't know, bro. About the, the same size. Yeah, that's about the Apollo same. may be a little bit bigger, but what they do in the Apollo, bro, they take out like the back two rows mm-hmm. and use the camera like that. So they pushing it back to make it look huge. And however they zooming out on the camera, whatever they doing, but that shit hello little. And I think that's how a lot of them spots used to be. Like when they did, uh, where they do Def Jam at. Oh. Was that at the Apollo? That Jam at the Apollo when it was? I think it was. That Jam yeah. at the Apollo. Yeah, bro. Like yeah. That, yeah. So you could tell by the front of the stage. Like when people were sitting right there, it was yeah. small as hell. Yeah. yeah. But until you get up in there. Yeah. I get up in there. I'm like, all right. Well, I mean, I guess yeah, y'all be nah. on TV. Yeah. But they that's be how they on TV. That's how they be doing them. They made the Apollo like the Schaefer's Arena. Look, fat. That motherfucker about as big as this goddamn shit. I'm like, man, what the fuck? How people with that joint? Look, low key. Low key, it probably could get up. It maybe can get like two downstairs. Maybe two, three. Maybe 150 up top. I know you can't. You ain't going to just. You went, I went to no concert there. Nah. Like, if I was a huge artist, I'd never, unless I was trying to do some small shit. Mm-hmm. If you're a big artist, you can never. Like, Jay-Z couldn't even damn near touch that much. <laughs> no. Like, his tickets will sell out in, like, 10 seconds. Yeah. Right because up. how small the venue is up in there, man. See, you got a local motherfucker that might sell that out. Look, yeah, low-key, yeah, though. For real. For real, you got enough buzz <clears throat> in your city, yeah, you sell that out easy. Saying, you know, big problems, all them dudes that be jamming, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, uh, LA Polo, that, yeah, that's Yeah, look, I mean, shit, I went to, uh, when Smino saw at the pageant I was just gonna say When he came to the pageant Yeah he definitely I, I went to the one This past year That shit was live yeah. That shit was super live The vibes Everything was in that motherfucker I'm just like shit I just wish y'all niggas Had some chairs in this bitch Nigga on the side nah. yeah, But shit <laughs> but I got, That was my first time Going in there So but I was like Alright it's cool It's cool And they got the rocking I'm like that motherfucker turn- Oh My dog What's the word We gotta clap it up With the man in the reach He's in the build What's the word, man? What's the word? What's the word? How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Oh, you good. I'm living my best life as usual. Well, we ain't even got that far up in this motherfucker okay, okay. one bit. Uh, you know, I got to give a shout out to my guest last week. Shout out my dog, Rab Pinterest, a.k.a. Rab So Petty. Yes, for coming and kick it with us, man. You know, we like already that. shout out. We're going to get them DJ once again. Five guests, man. Y'all give y'all names for our, uh, for our listeners, man. Each one of y'all. Uh, for the listeners, uh, my name Darion. Go by Tony or Benji, either one you want to call me. Kev, Kev the Barber. 
We about to talk about Mr. Roberto Kelly. <laughs> Roberto. Roberto. Yeah, I call, okay. I get niggas okay. that ain't even this good. That's what we all said. That's what we all He was robbed at that. He was robbed at this he day. He was robbed. There no aura. That's so, Rob. Y'all know Rob. <laughs> Robert <laughs> is being locked down in Cook County. I thought he was still in New York. But he been stuck in Cook County. And mm-hmm. people really you, feel man. like he need to be free. So they be protesting outside daily. Free R. Kelly. Free R. Kelly. And niggas is tired of it. Mm. And because of his free R. Kelly movement, uh-huh. they are stopping visitors from coming in the building for real because of all of this, which is not only his visitors, mm. it's going to stop everybody in the motherfucking building visitors. So as soon as they open that door one day, which was actually maybe two or three days ago, <laughs> somebody took the initiative to walk in there and sock it to Mr. Robert mm. in his Beat shit. Beat that ass. Beat that oh. ass. Now, see, from what I, the first story I read, I was like, well, they just punched him. Waxing he he probably ass. could take a little punch. <laughs> but then, come to find out today, dude not only walked in there, stole on him to knock him to the ground, <clears throat> they found him stomping on his head. And he had a pin shank set up because he was finna stab the nigga. But they stopped that from happening. Mm. All because you probably stopped whatever play he had coming into jail. Because that's really that's really the big thing. If I know if I got shit coming in from people, and you stopping my visitation, mm-hmm. or if that's just the only thing keeping me yeah, sane. You know, so they right. was, that wasn't that ass whooping that they say you get when you a pedophile when you no, get to jail. No, that was it one of them one. like, nigga. It was like, nigga, you, you fucking up my shit. Is, okay. For him not to get beat up in jail, he oh had God. to be in protective custody. There's no way... Mm-hmm. For what he did and who he is he was in to be in Jim mm-hmm. Pop. Yeah, he was in there for a minute. Yeah, he had to because yeah. I know he was in uh, confinement for a minute because he was in, the nigga be trying to get out of jail, talking about Corona, <laughs> all that shit. He to try everything to get up out that motherfucker. Like, I'm going to catch the Corona. I'm like, man, man sing it away. You be <laughs> he said sing it away. <laughs> so, so in your opinion, do you think it's right that he uh, doesn't have a bind? I don't think he need one. Hmm. Just for the simple fact that of his crime, like I don't condone you, like whether you like this little girl. It'd be different if it was a one-time thing brought up to where it could be some fake false shit. Mm-hmm. That head. shit been going on since Leah, right? So, so yep. So that's the court of public opinion, right? So that's us, right? In, in our eyes, looking now, at the, looking at it, listen, right? In our eyes, looking at it, he guilty, right? But the real reason that he doesn't have a bond is not his crime. It's because he's a flight risk. Bond yeah. was assigned to people oh, uh, traditionally because they are a flight risk. And he was in jail before and trying to make arrangements outside of jail to get out. You know what I'm saying? They found he got caught doing that. So he's he has money or had money <laughs> at some point, you know. And so he a flight risk. So now he don't have a bond. No, I mean I, but I knew you that's why they saying? didn't like, get I knew crazy. they didn't give it to him because of the crime. That's yeah, for sure. yeah, but it's just like shit. That you can't I'm like, bro, you, that you, you who one you way are. Another, I, think. I mean, think about it. The only way he gonna get out of the jam is if he motherfucker drives somewhere. Cause no way you gonna get on a plane. <laughs> no. Niggas ain't no You gotta have too much identification yeah. to fly somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, at the money rate you sitting at, Robert, you ain't finna get no private jet no damn where. Yeah. I'm not gonna be the nigga to take you on a free private jet flight to take you wherever as your accessory mm-hmm. to whatever crime you done committed. 
So yeah, he gonna have to chill for a minute. Look, he not, he's gonna sit down once they finally he take care of shit already. Yeah, he getting the like, he getting the fifteen minimum. He was so he was so bold with the shit, bro. Like when I say in song, like it seems like you're ready. <laughs> Your body is my playground. Piper, though, like the, the look, like, once I looked that up, I was like, this Piper. nigga Yo, us for years, the whole time. Bro. But you know what? It ain't even just him. No, it's all the people. people. But that's, that's, that's exactly what I was saying. Like, even when when that story came out, you know that wasn't just him. Yeah, it was, it was all kind of people. Of that was um, okay in that shit. Look, why he sweat? All them people hmm. need to go. A lot of motherfuckers don't know. Oh no, what you say? Key sweat. Look, I wouldn't know. That nigga whine, I wouldn't put shit past him. Hey, <laughs> I can't even think of the song, bro. When I think of the song, I'm sent, I'm telling you, bro. Like he's a, a lot song of people that just I'm like, I don't know, man. Y'all niggas weird, bro. It's like y'all weird. I don't understand. Weird Especially R. Kelly. You are who you are. You a nigga that has concerts that have had draws thrown at you, I'm pretty sure, by mm-hmm. grown ass mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Why? Wow. What is sweat? You may be young, but you ready? From back at the crib, like that nigga used to pull up outside of the high school, like when he first got yeah. hanging out at the McDonald's, Kenwood, like school called Kenwood. He used to pull up all type of shit, just be out there bagging chicks, like he wasn't. And that, and that was like in the beginning of his height. I'm like, nigga, you still grown. He right. was sending people in there to get them, bro. Straight sending his people in there straight to get the girls, dog. You so, watch that. So let me ask you something, because I'm I'm thinking about some stuff. Do that make you kind of off if you a senior from the graduate and you talking to a freshman? <laughs> you still in high school? You still in high school? Yeah, but what happened when I say. graduate though? Yeah, and my gear just got held back a year. Some other issues with her, <laughs> but she fine. That don't mean she. That means she's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but nowadays you know. I feel that I understand what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? If you, I mean, if you were seeing high school, because I used to look at them. No, like, bro, why y'all be playing on these young kids? But then they be like, nigga, I'm 17. Uh, we're not 17. talking about no four. But no, five years I, I feel that though. Because yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like 10 plus. Years, right? Okay. He was 27, bro. And they were 16, and 15, yeah. and 13. Bro. Right. But look though, it's kind of crazy though because it it is it is. But it's kind of crazy though because I used to be that dude in high school. Like, why these kids? Talk to these old ass. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I could never figure that yeah. shit out. But now I'm 30 and I look at these kids in high school like, look at this look. <laughs> <laughs> be, listen, and it's so crazy because ads, though. it's so crazy because my mind, the way my mind set up, I'm looking like, did this little girl thick as a mother? But I'm like, I know I wouldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? I, but no, I guess. It took me to get older, bro, till I understood what them old niggas used to be saying. Yeah. When them girls used to walk, they'd be like, oh, you such such daughter? Yeah. <laughs> your mama was like, For real. It's it just like your mom. And uh-huh. I'm like, I get it now because especially the girls my age still kind of look like girls. Like right. regular jeans, little balls, and like little ponytail to the right. side. You walk past a girl in the mall now, you'll walk past and be like, Baby, how old is you? She like, oh, I'm 15. Like, what the fuck? Like, why, you, why do y'all look like y'all 20-something right. years old? It's the chicken. They said it early. They said it early. They said it's the chicken. chicken. Like that, oh, for real, because, I, I mean, I developed early. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was 14. Me and Holly trying to, I'm walking down to the bus stop and old men driving, trying to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? But... Shit, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's nothing in the water because I, I, shit, I was born nine pounds. Shit, well, you know what I'm saying? So shit, the way little girls now, they, how they be dressing, I think it's how, I think it's more so how they dress though. That's like, what it they, is. They, mm-hmm. like, 
But they allowing it. They they making it okay. Yeah, they they making it okay. They making it okay. But it's so crazy because I was just talking to them about my daughter. Dog, the other day I just almost had to. Man, I was I was scared. But okay, my daughter's my daughter is six. She's six years old. Now my daughter's six years old. Man, we on uh they got Google Classroom, you know. Google Classroom going around Virtual learning Man So it's it's throwing me off I came out to help my daughter I'm sitting in the You know In her room Her laptop on her little desk I'm sitting in this Little bitty ass chair You know what I'm saying They asked her a question My daughter got it right So I'm like Alright baby I didn't glance At the computer I looked in the corner Of my eye She didn't Hit one of the pops Like Hand on her leg I tapped the <laughs> I didn't tap the computer so fast, like trying to exit off so they wouldn't see me. I was like, and her thing is already on mute. Yeah. I said, "What the fuck is you doing?" Yeah. She said nothing. I said, oh, no, "You got me." Like I literally, like I don't, I don't go off on my daughter. I don't whoop my kids, but it's certain aspects. Like I have to tell her, like I don't, I don't know what it is, like who she around. Or who what she's saying, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And the thing is, I have my kids, but I don't have my kids as often. You know what I'm saying? They more, you know how they got daddy's girls, and you know, my daughter is a mommy's girl. She used to be a daddy girl, but she's a mommy's girl. You know what I'm saying? So now, like, I wanted to question mom, but I couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Because now this stuff is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. This stuff is stuff that they see the other kids know. You know yeah. what I mean? So it kind of threw me off, and when I say it threw me off, it threw me off because I'm talking about she didn't pop like a kid just a, she popped like she knew what she was doing. No, I feel that I seen that shit downtown one day, and I remember <laughs> posting about it after. Man, late. I mean, it's summertime. I know people be out there kicking it, but it was I could tell they was between maybe seventeen, yeah, twenty. But somebody had like a little daughter. She couldn't been older than three. So they out there playing music. I'm skating. They I'm amping skating her up, huh? King the Plaza. Mm. And I see the little girl. They out there, hands on their knees, twerking, dancing on oh, cars. Man. Music, the little girl, hands on her knees. She's shaking her booty and all of this. And the mama's like, hey, get it. Get it. I'm sitting. I'll roll passages, looked at all of them. I'm like, y'all ain't shit. Because I'm like, right. why, why are y'all amping yeah, y'all ain't shit up, bro. No, I mean, we should amp up. Yeah. TikTok, too. TikTok, grinding. See a kid who put their hands on their knees, they shoulders just be yeah. moving. Yeah. Like, going nowhere. No, <laughs> but it's but okay. Now, it's okay. Dancing like strippers in three. It was a straight video on Facebook. I already know what you're talking about. Yeah, Darion showed me it was like a little party, a little yeah. kid like, party. I'm talking about the kids. It looked like the palace. I know how the palace used to look back in You know what I'm saying? It looked like the palace. It's like, man, y'all needs to quit acting like Yeah, I know how the palace used to look. And I be telling and I straight be telling them, like, hey, we a kid. But we used to sing Doodle Brown, though. Doodle Brown was cool. That was cool, though. What's up, Square Wild? I just remember when that shit. Motherfuckers really started twerking and shit. I'm being like, from where I'm from, that's how they dance. Like, Chicago oh, area, all that type of dancing, mm-hmm. juke parties, all that shit. <laughs> but then, man, we used to be in them parties. Like, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I be trying to tell. Yeah, that's what I be trying to tell my kids. Like, my son is 12. And I be having to tell him, like, bro, I was a kid once, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm 30. You know what I'm saying? You're 12 years old. I remember when I was 12. Like, I literally remember when I was 12. I knew the stuff that I was doing when I was 12. 
So the stuff that you do, you can't you can't throw me off with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you try to play me like we crazy, but we were kids once. So right. when I know you lying, I'm gonna front you out. Like Look, I do that with my son because <laughs> I used to be the kid trying to flex it on my daddy. Like he he like, bruh, I've been your age. I did it. So now when my son do shit, I'm like, Look, whether the ass whooping is coming or not. <laughs> Because to be honest, I really don't want to put the energy into doing it. Right. That take a lot out of me. And I ain't had yeah. to do it in Hellas because he realized after the first time he got ass whooping, that wasn't for him. Oh, okay. I, I look, I told that no, ass up no, one good time. Okay. He was like, you what? know what? This is not for me. I'm not going to be he acting out. Okay. And he ain't never did it again. And so now I just got to look at him. He'll sit his ass down. <laughs> but he be, he be little shit he be lying about. Yeah, that's, that's what killed me because I got an eight-year-old daughter. She I be trying it. that little line. Like, I ain't raising she no be line. Trying. You hear me? But I, I, I get mad, but I don't get mad because I know I used to do the same little line that shit to right, my daddy. Right. So I used to be like, all right, this is my karma coming back. <laughs> Facts. I just call I call my parents and tell them about it. They just laugh. See? That's what your little goofy ass used to Anybody? do. Yeah, let me get that. He said, let me so, get that. So, in low key. I'm the only one that ain't got no kids, obviously. Yeah, it, it yeah. threw me off. I swear to God, it threw me off because, like I tell him, like, we were kids once. So, when you do lie to me, it kind of threw me off. And then, like, my son ain't no no little nigga. Like, <laughs> nigga, my son about five, six, wears yeah, a size nine son. and a half in shoes. Like, he's 12 years old. <laughs> exactly. So, it kind of throws me off because if I don't, if like, I don't try to put my hands on him all the time. But I do let him know, like, you still a kid, and this yeah, is wrong, and this is right. Yeah. Because my thing is, if I don't, it's going to get to a point where the nigga, he might try me. Now he going to try me and not expect what he going to get, you know what I'm saying? Or look at me crazy when I do decide to put my hands on him. So I let some shit wave off, but it's some shit that I got to let him know, like, bro, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? And I try to let them know wrong is wrong and right is right. You know what I'm saying? And if I don't address that in a certain type of way, he going to get thrown off on it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, man. That's what we as parents supposed to do. We nip that shit in the bud before society got to do it. Right. I'd rather me go off on you than me having to come pick your ass up. Right. From the precinct or having to come point your body out because you got into somebody else. Facts. And you ain't no right from wrong because I ain't teach you right. Right. In the same way with my daughter. Like, I let her know, like, I don't like you doing what you see other people do. You know what I'm saying? Because I I try to explain to her, like, some of the people that you hang out with, their parents don't really pay them attention. You know what I'm saying? And with yours, you get anything and everything you want. Same thing with my son. Right is right and wrong is wrong. Even when y'all do do wrong, y'all still manage. Even if it come later or if it come right away, y'all still manage to get anything and everything y'all want. You know what I'm saying? And y'all got both parents. You know what I mean? So, and we both able. So, I try to let her know because she do be picking up little stuff from her brother. You know what I mean? When she pick up, when I say little stuff, she pick up sometimes lying you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying or she'll say something like another thing my daughter don't curse around me but it, it would mess me up when i heard she was cursing she looked mm. at me like <laughs> like she looked up at me and just got the second head i didn't do it <laughs> like you know what i'm saying but when i heard it i like with certain kids they not they not gonna say it mm-hmm. they gonna stand on it they didn't say it but well, my daughter with me, she came out and she told me and it messed me up, and I and I couldn't whoop because she was honest with me. You know what Keep I mean? Keep with me, That's straight up. And she was about. honest with me. Now her brother, for instance, like I know you lying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you look me dead in my you. face and you lie to me, and you stand on your lie. Like that's what makes me mad that you gonna stand See, on it. That was me. 
because I'd rather try to get out this jam. I, <laughs> look, my, I'm 5'8". My daddy's 6'3". When that ass whooper used to come, that <laughs> it motherfucker was coming used to down. Come. Uh, I had right. to go get my own belt. So I'm like, look, I'm finna lie about this oh, jam. Man. As long as I motherfucking can, until <laughs> I get caught, caught. And by that point, it's like, shit, can I find another way around this life? I'm like, all right, fuck it, dog. Y'all did it. He be like, man, that shit happened so long ago, I don't even want to beat your ass. But I'm I'm like, yeah. I appreciate you, Jesus. Yeah, see. Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Is you drunk? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Hold on. Now you drunk. Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Is you stupid? Is you dumb? Now you drunk. Is you stupid? Is you dumb? I ain't got any. I ain't getting one. Is you dumb? Hold on. Nah, you drunk. Is you stupid? Like I was little, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, is you dumb? Nah, you drunk. And my mom used to be the biggest person to me, dog. Like I swear. But now, like my mama way little than me. Like she ain't gonna try it now. But she used to be like, come here, what you, what you, bow. Like you know what I'm saying? And you would get hit. Yeah, like she hit you off guard, and you would look at her like, I feel that, bro. So look, y'all. Y'all know when that song come on, we got to find somebody that's stupid, dumb, or drove for what they done motherfucking did. <laughs> and this time, we got to give it to this man. His name Thomas Kenworthy of Owensville, Missouri. That sound like a city motherfuckers do stupid shit. Owensville. <laughs> Owensville. I heard all his charges come from Owensville, Florida. <laughs> Anybody that deal with anything in Florida is part of the craziest people oh, in the world. Like Charlemagne say, all of Florida in the Bronx. Got the craziest people in the world, and I know people from all parts of Florida and the Bronx. <laughs> so I think I would concur with what Mr. Charlemagne be talking about. But Thomas is the person that got jammed up this past weekend for shooting two police officers in St. Louis, mm-hmm. wounding one and killing mm-hmm. black officer. I think his name is Tamaris Bohannon. Damn, bro. Was that from that? That was downtown. Mm-mm. Was it? No, no it wasn't downtown. It was, I don't, I forgot. Southside? So, yeah, I don't know what the full, like, I saw the article with the incident, but then I couldn't find it. But some type of altercation ensued, or they showed up, to, no, they showed up to a call. He had strong armed somebody's house. Yep. Like two at older gunpoint. people at gunpoint, strong armed their house, house, put them out the crib, and he was in there. He did that at like six. He was in that motherfucker till like it was a standoff. Yeah, like, he bur- remember when I showed you movies that uh, but he had a long history criminal history. He, re- he was on the run. They yeah. said, yeah, and he barricaded stuff, himself so. in there and everything. And, Damn, man, he got the. I don't know if he shot out out of the house or how he did it, but he ended up hitting two officers. The first one that pulled up popped him in the head, and the other one got hit, and I think the arm. And so, dude was in surgery. They said he was in critical condition. So you like, all right, man. You, you be hoping people pull through, man. Shit, it was like the next day he had passed away. He was Dang. he been on the force for three and a half years. He was twenty nine. He had a wife, three kids. And I'm just like, and I mean, it's still. I always still look at it. I don't even look at this whole his police aspect because you're a black man, and where anybody it's still fucked up. You die. It's right. usually the other way. The police killing us, right? Or a black, or the white officer killing a black man. This time we got a white suspect. Killing a black officer. Granted, he ain't shoot him, you know, because he's black, but right. it's still fucked up. And regardless, man, dude, what happened? Allegedly. Yeah, that's, allegedly. My, that's my we favorite go word. I swear that's my favorite word. Right. We'll say that, but this shit crazy because now it's just like, damn, three kids. 
gotta grow up without their daddy. This yeah. like, we got a widow now. Right. And it's just like I couldn't picture somebody picking me to be the person. And it's just you show up on your regular day at work. And that's just crazy shit that come with being a police officer. That's why it's like it's fucked up you died, but you knew what you signed you up for. Y'all know what your day consists of. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like I could get shot today going to work. That's I don't crazy. know. And that just so happened to be his his judgment. His judgment day, and it's just like, damn, man, that's fucked up on him. So we're going to say, you know, R.I.P. to Tamaris Bohannon, man, pray for his family. But Mr. Thomas Kenworth. You hella draw. Don't do that shit. Well, you can't do that shit no more because you in jail. You ain't never getting up out that motherfucker. But ain't that crazy, though? He in jail and I did. That's what I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask. I swear I was going to ask. When I, I watch too many videos like, I of, like, I watch too many videos of white men attacking the police officer and still getting out that jam. Did you see the one with the knife? Okay, yeah. and I did was hit him with the car. But y'all yeah. shot somebody seven times in the back, in the for, back for thinking, thinking they he had a knife in the knife. car that you've right. never found. Bro, it's so like now it's so crazy bro because it's so many videos going around the internet of just like white people doing crazy stuff and they don't get t- well, the most they, get, they be the white the dude the white dude that was shooting the people walking down the street they was protesting yeah he was and the dummy he, last week he, yeah, yeah. yeah. he was <laughs> man he walked down he walked down the street with the gun on his waist, he had a, the strap yeah, on the gun, and, he walked, and they walked right past. Them. I mean, they drove right past him, saying, "Oh, they're injured down there." Like, and he was like, crazy. "Yeah, they're down there. They're injured." Yeah, and then it's another, yeah, and it's another video today of a drunk white man, clearly drunk. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly you see, what you talk about. You stumbling, stumbling, yeah, you kill somebody. And they let him walk. Yeah, they, 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 they let him. Yeah, no charge or none of that. The car, the charger was total. He hit a parked car with somebody in it, and they died. Wow. And it's so crazy. They said they let him off without a ticket. And the crazy thing is, in the video, he's stumbling. He can't I even mean, stand still. Pissy. pissy drunk. Pissy he can't even stand still. I ain't. And I done had some drunk nights. He was that drunk where it's just like you make it home, and you wake up that next morning. You be like, nigga, how in the fuck did I manage to get here and not die? And they just let my man's go. Broad daylight. Look, I just found out. I didn't know he was I see, I, I shared it. That's yes, what I'm saying. Day. I shared it to my story today. But it's, it's, it's certain situations that I don't, like, condone it to unless I know the whole story. Like, the, the little dude that got killed by the two white dudes, they said that they was uh, he was jogging down the road. Oh, yeah. It was a video that came out after that that the white dudes own a house and the black dude just so happened to stumble across it and go in it. Now, it's a crime. Regardless of the fact, it's a crime because he went in the house looking to steal something. You know what I mean? And they stopped him they, and they started tussling with him, I'm not, which I don't see why a gun was involved, but at the end of the day, they still tussled with him. But I wrong is wrong. Like we said, wrong is wrong. Right is right. You know what I mean? They were wrong for shooting him, but at the same time, he still committed a crime in the process. You know what I mean? But a lot of people don't look at it like that. They just look at it like, what's going on? This this white man shot a, a black kid, which I understand all of it. But at the same time, like when it comes to stuff like that, I don't even, I look past. I, ain't, I don't even want to share that no more. You know what I'm saying? I want to talk about something different now. I want to talk about these white people shooting these black people for no reason. They really ain't did nothing. Vice versa, hearing about these stories. I want to talk about all the cops. There's cops. 
but having stood up for police brutality. That, uh, yeah, like, that, uh, you the yeah. ones going to work every day with these motherfuckers. Why aren't you collectively saying, hey, we not going to stand for our police force being this way? You know what I'm saying? Got, Why you not standing up saying, oh, I don't so like how we being trained. I don't to, like this. It's something to be speaking on because I got a partner that's uh, a police officer and um, he got another partner that's in Chicago and I got a brother like I look at him as my brother we became friends over the years he moved her but he from Chicago he moved back to Chicago one of his closest family members got put off the force because he wasn't he stood up for that I'll t- so I'll he would- got fired basically he yeah. got let go yeah when it's, when it's one of y'all yeah. yeah, when it's two yeah, of y'all. But yeah, but if it's a whole bunch yeah, of y'all. But but it's five hundred of us yeah. saying we tired of being killed by y'all. Yeah. But at the same time, you say, oh, put more police officers on the force. They're saying, no, we don't want to be police officers on the force. We don't want to be a part of this organization. And I feel like the people that are a part of that organization are the ones that need to stand up from within mm-hmm. and change it. It's five hundred of us standing outside protesting. You should be on this side. Right. You should be saying, no, I don't want to be a part of something that's out here. That we supposed to be protecting and serving, but no, we we shooting people seven times so in the back because we so scared to go to work today. Right. No, I'm tired of us being the ones talking about it and protesting. If right. you're saying that police be a police officer, be good, that be respect them, they still got a life too. Once you put that uniform on, you become a part of an entity that we mm-hmm. don't trust, that we don't want in our community, and, it's and all of this. So some scratch it some and stand up. Well. Mm-hmm. Some of mean well, yeah, but because it's but just like it's just like how you get. You'll have a white person that has a bad experience with a black person, and now they prejudge every black person they meet out the gate. Right. It's like me having a bad experience with one officer is going to make me think, all y'all on bullshit until you show me otherwise. Until you show me like, hey, I understand you done been through that. That's not what this is about. Right. That's not what this is on. Like, what can we do? Like, But you don't have none that want to come out here and figure out what we can do to better y'all community and neighborhood so y'all don't feel this way towards us. It's And I don't say it It'll don't happen. a handful of them. I'm about, I ain't going to say it moves, don't happen. Though. The move needs to be a collective, huge-ass effort, just like it is when we come and we mad from y'all killing us and we tear the whole community up. That's the kind of outrage we need to see from y'all about being a part of the bullshit system y'all part of. Stand up. It's more y'all than it is of the system. It's one system. It's hell as a y'all a part of it. Stand up. So I think I think I just think the narrative needs to change. Who who needs to be the ones protesting is y'all. Change the way y'all being trained. Look into these police unions. You know what I'm saying? And stop people. fucking being scared. <laughs> to be, that's the that's the for issue. There's too many people that used to get beat on and have bullied as a kid that want to go be officers that had that authority, or it's too many people that are fearful of people. If if you're a timid person, a police officer is not you the job for you. It's not it. That's all it takes, bro. No degree, no nothing. You just need to be able to pass through this. And said, I see some people that be officers. I'm like, bro, I know your big ass ain't get through all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know for a fact that mm-hmm. you can't get through that. Wow. But you're an officer. Somehow, some way. It's too many people that just get that authority and they just feel that shit make them feel all feel big and bad. They get to put that shit on there in the morning feeling like they really doing something, but... You ain't there for the. You ain't there to actually do what you're supposed to do. Your purpose is there just to be fucked up, and just because you got the authority and the power to do that shit, that shit whack, man. Gone somewhere with that. And we about Bye. to continue this verses Slug. right Bye. quick. Got to do a quick little commercial break, and then we'll be back and get plugged in right quick with my dog Melanie Marie and something that's going on with your computer door, my nigga. <laughs>
will bring the real end of our trial. But there'll be no remnants, no trace, no residual no feelings within you. Day you won't remember me. Your face will be the reason I smile, but I will not see what I cannot have forever. I'll always love you. I hope you feel the same. Oh, you played me dirty. You came on so bad. Tore when my affliction had to fill out my prescription. Found the way I'm a thief. I had to set you free.
Some free mind. 
wrapped in chocolate bliss around me. Come on. <laughs> Look, I felt like the nigga that come in oh, smooth R B. Six point five. It's late at night and everything's all right. It's your boy Nico the Great back on another episode of Ethnic Ish and More. I'm like, nigga, stop whispering. Show me creepy ass in this Creep, goddamn studio. Imagine how they used to be. They used to be so, bro. I used to always so. Look, that's what you. made me start like. I was like, bro. I could be on the radio. Tell, man, 106.5. Real, My mom used to listen to it all the time. She used to be on 106.5. I forgot which day she used to have that shit late at night. Then they come on, I'm like, bro, I could be on the radio. I, I do, do that this. shit. Bro. You realize they just, it'd be a weird motherfucker in the studio. Don't nobody else be in there. Never seen he like, it's time Then he got a hat on his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're back in the studio doing our thing. How y'all women out there doing? I'm like, get your freaky ass off this radio, man. And go somewhere with that shit. But y'all, we back. This is episode number 31. That Reggie Miller episode. And I ain't talking about the weed. We call this one the spot. Yes, sir. The, T-H-A. The spot. Spot. Yes, spot. sir. Y'all gonna hear why we call it the spot. But before that, we gotta chop it up with my dog, Melanie Marie of Bud Talk STL. Mrs. Bud Talk STL. Melanie Marie, Bud Talk STL in the building. As usual, I always start off with a thank you. Thank you for continuing to support us. Thank you for continuing to follow us um, as we take you on this journey with uh, legalizing cannabis. So um, most of the time I discuss the medical cards and I don't really go into all the details like I used to do in the beginning, but today um, I want to... I share that I've been talking about um, opening up your own legal trap. And oftentimes when I say that to people, you know, it piques their interest and they want to know a little bit more about what I mean, um, about their process and, and what why I'm calling it the legal trap. So in Missouri, we have medical marijuana laws. We are a medical state. They authorize us to legally use cannabis medically, right? Um... But they also authorize us to grow weed. You know, you can grow weed in your house. You can grow weed for other people. And you can call them your patients. So you can possess, consume, and grow um, with the current laws. Right now, um, there's also a law on the ballot called the MORE Act, which is the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act. So what this does is basically allows allows them to legalize cannabis on a federal level. Once it's legalized on a federal level, they'll take the taxes from what they earn and put it back into programs for expungement, for resources, for those who have been criminalized and everything. So this is a huge, huge, huge thing for our House of Representatives. On September the 21st, they will be voting on the MORE Act. So I'm encouraging everyone to reach out to their representatives, um, hashtag MORE Act, and let everyone know that you support this because... Once it's legalized, it opens up many more doors. $24 billion on the table. Um, And I just want everybody to be ready and be present when it's that time. Right now, we have a 50% off deal for you to get your medical card. Um, If you want to access that deal, the promo code is BudTalkSTL. That is located at www.mmjcard.as.me 
slash BudTalkSTL. At the bottom of that, you put the code in, and it'll give you your 50% off, which is $75. So that is the first step to opening up your own trap. Possess, consume, and grow. Uh, continue to follow us. Join us on all of our social media pages. And uh, that's just the way. Bro. That's the way. She telling y'all, bro, it's a bag in there. It's a bag in there. Y'all better get that shit. Get it how y'all supposed to, man. Yeah. That's it. That's all we got, y'all. Y'all we clap it up. Come on, Melanie Marie. Now, why y'all tuned into the show? Pretty much for the most part, we gotta chop it up. With my dogs from the spot, man. Barbershop, y'all. If y'all ain't now, I know y'all done had y'all haircut there. Everybody done been up yeah, in there, man. The heart of the spot, all Look, over. Everybody done yeah, heard of it, man. Everybody everybody heard of I like the new building, man. That motherfucker fire. So look, tell all listeners, each one of y'all, about yourselves and what y'all do. Yeah, kid. Mr. Starter of the Spot. You hear me? Oh, dang. Are you? Awesome, yeah, you the crack. Originator. All right, man. Um, my name is Kettle You know, um, I started the spot. It happened on the Humbug. You know what I mean? Um, just trying to get out and do something on my own. I was real the wrong way in a shop that I was in uh, for a long time. So I decided to branch off and do my own thing. Now, it started off with just me thinking about myself, but it expanded to something bigger. Um, I ran into Darion, Mr. Gorilla. <laughs> a lot of people told me about him, which I knew him offhand. And they was like, yeah, you know, that's somebody you should get in the shop with you. Started off with a few females in the shop with me. And um, I hollered at him, and he was low-key throwing it on the back burner. And I was like, I ain't going begging to come in the shop you know what i'm saying it was just the opportunity so um plus on top of that he was cutting at the crib for a long time <laughs> so uh he finally came to the shop with me and that's where it started at. like my hard work sweat and tears went into that man um shout out to d d helped me a lot with me getting my own spot my first spot um as far as getting it together all that uh, but yeah, it graduated from one <laughs> to the spot two <laughs> to the spot again, <laughs> now to another spot. Like, <laughs> I've been in four different places, man. And like, the thing is, like, once you strive for something, you can't give up on it. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's exactly every time a door closed, you always got to be looking for that next one to open. Mm-hmm. So, that's 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 me. Go on ahead, Gorilla. Let them know what it is, <laughs> man. Squad. <laughs> uh, I'm Gorilla the Barber. Uh, man, it's a lot, but I'm, I'm going to sum it up real smooth. I started out in the basement, man. I wasn't even supposed to be cutting hair. Uh, for real, for real. Shoot, I, uh, I was supposed to be in college and pledge and play football and this, this, and that. But, shoot, I found that, uh, you know, that other job, man, and I wanted to go with it. So I was like, you know what? Uh, I ain't up hollering at kid when he came to me. I blew it off for a while because I was scared of getting the shot because I ain't been to school yet. So I'm like, man, I don't know. And he's like, man, come on, bro. I'm telling you, don't worry about it. I got you. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. Jumped in with him. I would say he said we lost the last shop. I mean, the first one. And then I stuck with him out of, you know what I'm saying, everybody that ended up going on. So he came to me like, bro, you want to be my business partner? I'm like, nah. <laughs> scared again. I'm like, nah. He's like, bro, you ain't got to worry about nothing. I'm telling you, bro, I got you. So I'm like, bet, let's do it. And I 
Now we, you know what I'm saying? We done been through a couple of things and we done came here. And when I say this, like the best shot we done been uh, in. I, I like it, man. Mm. I've been to the last, the one before this one and that one. Yeah. The, as soon as you walk in, I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. It's been like, like yeah. that's y'all. It's made to catch a vibe from. Oh, like, yeah. The thing it's the experience. Yeah. That's what you want I'm to be able to provide. It's, made, it's, it's just like that one spot that, you know, if anybody take a picture of her, you know where they at. You know what I mean? And that's how I, that's how I want it to be set up. Like, if you were to take any video or picture in the spot, they know exactly where you at. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's just how it's been. Mr. Benji, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, like, um, name Benji the Barber also go by Tony the Barber. You know a little bit about myself. I'm a, I ain't gonna make it too long, but I got into cutting her probably probably about a year and like six months ago. Okay, and I came to them and I was letting them know like yeah, yeah, I think I might want to get into barbering because I was cool with them before I became a barber, and I was just I was just sitting down at their shop one day and I'm just looking like Man, I think I can do this. I just went ahead, went to school for it. I just graduated February 13th of this year. Okay. So I uh, graduated from Eclipse. So I came to the shop with them, and they welcomed me to the spot, and here I am now. On from there. On from there. That's what's up. And the crazy thing is, a quick transition. Like, if you can see this man work from six months ago to now, six months ago to now, and he'll let you know, like... (laughs) He willing to listen. He willing to learn. He asks questions. Dog, a lot of people ain't got it like that. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't do that. They feel like they got the game and they ran with it. He got it, man. That's what's up. So what's the most difficult part of not only being a barber, but owning your own barbershop? The people. That's what I'm going to say. Because the thing is, you don't know what type of people you're dealing with. And I was set, the way I'm set up now, it's not like that no more, but the way I was set up at first where you got to know somebody that know me in order to come to my shop. Like, I've been through so much to the point where my my attention span, like, I don't know who you are coming in, I don't know what you want, like, you know what I mean? It's more so the people. So when it came to that, it's like, but now the way it's set up is, we do we go we strictly appointments now so we know who coming we know who going we know all that we got everybody information so yeah i mean that's just what it is now okay well, i mean how about saying for you since you you know um honestly man i think the difficult thing outside of cutting hair is probably um the fact that i'm like i mean he put me in charge like the bills on this one so like the, the business aspect, cause I'm I'm I ain't I got a kind heart and I'm kind of I'm kind of nice and real lenient. So like when I gotta tell somebody, like, hey bro, like you lay on rent, bro, you got a late fee, you know what I'm saying? It kind of hurt me. Cause it's like damn, bro, like this ain't my strong point. Is, you know what I'm saying? Being that like, right. hey bro, you know what I'm saying? So he be having to be on my you know my ass about it. So that's probably my hardest thing for real. But I'm I'm getting with it. Okay, yeah, I mean it, it come with it. Yeah. Take time to start adapting to it. Straight up. So what major? Now see. I just saw the flyer. Y'all starting to teach people how to yeah. cut hair, which I thought was hella dope. I saw a promo video. It looked like y'all been doing it yeah. for a minute. So Shout what got lot. y'all into that for real and wanted to start and how people can, you know, sign up for those classes? It basically came from, like, we got a million and one clients 
and you know it's a bunch of clients that say oh yeah i want to start cutting her man can you teach me how to cut her and the thing is you don't know who's serious until they keep asking like they think you ignore them like if i keep asking like yeah but i want to do radio i want to do radio you're gonna look at me like until i keep asking you know what i mean and that's just how we got clients every time they come to shop when you gonna teach me when you gonna teach me so I, I had hollered at Darion and like, bro, well, how you feel about, you know, just showing people the basic steps, you know what I'm saying, of cutting her. Like, they can branch off and do their own thing, but you still got to let them know that you still got to go to school to get a certification from for it. We basically just giving people the tools, the proper tools and the techniques and the steps to actually cutting her. We not teach them how to do designs. We teach them how to do a regular haircut. And the thing is, it's... The steps to fading is one step. You can do, if you learn one step to fading, then you know how to do every fade there is. Fading is fading. You know what I mean? So it just came from basically people constantly asking. So we jumped off into it. And the thing is, we really not getting nothing out of it, but the experience to actually be able to teach somebody. Because mainly what they paying for is their tools, which is the clippers. You know what I'm saying? The clippers are the most expensive thing. So Clippers alone is four five hundred dollars. We only charging three fifty four hundred dollars. You know what I mean? So we just taking the time out to actually show people and see how dedicated they gonna be to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, because I mean, when you gotta pay for it. That's gonna really see if you really want yeah, to do it. Yeah, right. So do all y'all teach? Yeah, actually. Um, well, me and Kev, you know, we uh, the main teacher and stuff like that. But actually, he actually helps a lot too. Okay. I'm more of like a demonstration. Yeah, he a walking promotion. Yeah. Because the thing is, like I just said, if you see Benji work from six months ago before he came in our shop till now, like he where we are. You know what I mean? And it's like you can't tell us apart. We all like twins when it comes. We triplets when it comes to cutting. You can't okay. tell who work is who work. You know what I mean? Because our work speaks for itself. But with him now, it's like, oh, yeah, bro. Your cuss look like Kev cuss. Or Kev, your cuss look like Darion cuss. Like, I, the spot is a name. You know what I'm saying? It speaks for itself. And the thing is, like I say, if he willing to listen and learn and ask questions, then it should be other people out there that, especially if they want to do it. And the thing is, he wanted to do it. He jumped out there and saw us. And he saw what we was doing. So, they he a walk a promotion. He telling his story. He telling where he started. He actually showing them, this is me three months ago, this me now. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. And they loving it. Like you know what I mean. That's love though, because that's gonna bring them to people. Like, All right, damn. Yeah. So what? What's the criteria though for like y'all classes? Who can attend them? Um, anybody. Anybody. Age, right. Ages, anything. Okay, yeah. so the age limit. I, I was also asked that earlier today. The age limit. I would say like between 18 and up you know what i mean somebody that's gonna take it serious because my thing is it's just like teaching a kid how to cut her like me teaching my daughter her attention span ain't gonna be there long enough for they're gonna want to do something else but again it just goes to show how dedicated you are to it you know what i mean and like i tell people if you're not gonna if you're gonna miss a couple of weeks because it's only one day out the week so if you're going to miss a couple of weeks where you know you're not going to be there, then I don't feel like there's something that you really wanted to do in the, be- in the beginning. Yeah. So, it's one day out the week. Yeah. yeah. So it's one day out the week and you know what it come down to. It's one day out the week, five hours out that day. And the thing is, we it's not like you're just sitting in class, bored. Like, you interact. We donuts, chop it up, laugh, joke, kick it. Just like how y'all do on y'all radio show. You know what I mean? On y'all podcast, it's the same thing. 
we kick it. Okay. And you getting work done at the same time. Yeah. We still gonna teach you what to do. Not telling you go out there and fuck somebody up, but you know what I'm saying? We teaching you the proper steps to do it. You know what I mean? And giving you the tools to do it. But you also see, like with our first class, we started off with ten and ended up with six. But that's only because, like, you clearly sh- seen who wanted to be there and who didn't want to be there. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, so tell our uh, viewers and listeners where they can find all y'all the information to book y'all. Um, me. Um, you can find me on the Cut app. St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on the Cut app, man. Um, or you can just go on my page, Kevin Boyd on Facebook. Uh, Kev the Barber. Well, Kev two underscores the Barber on Instagram. T H A Barber on Instagram. The link in the bio. My work is on my page. Um, also, we got a hair show coming up. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, we got a hair show coming up this month, actually, on the 27th at Blue Lounge. So we also still looking for different stylists, locticians, barbers, upcoming barbers, even judges. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big month for us. Between the class and the hair show, it's a big month for us. doing it big. I like to see that. Where you at, bro? Find me. Um, same thing on the cut. Um, first and last name, Darian Wilkins. Same thing on Facebook. Uh, Gorilla the Barber on Instagram. That's G U E R R I L L A. And the Barber. And I pull right up. So. Uh-huh. Find me on Instagram at Benji the Barber underscore. Also in my bio, it's the link to the cutout. And name on there still the same, Benji the Barber. But on Facebook, you can still book me. And I got a business page on Facebook too, Benji the Barber. Okay. And also my regular name, just Tony Benji. Okay, y'all. Book me on there as well. That's what's up, man. So, man, you could clap it up, man. My boss from Spot Time to Kick It. We about to go into another commercial break before we wrap this shit up. together 
in here. Look, that's the second goddamn time I forgot to turn the motherfucking auto DJ off. But y'all ain't here. And if you did, I don't give a fuck no way. Because it's the end of the episode. And we had a wonderful time with y'all asses. Episode 31. Yeah. Like I said, Reggie Miller. I should have. I said I was going to look up some more sports players, but I ain't feel like it. <laughs> Reggie was an easy one I could just knock off right quick. Man, make sure y'all tune in next week. We're going to have my dog Retro Champ, man. He a, a rapper out here, man. He's pretty dope. We're going to chop it up with him. I want to appreciate y'all for tuning in the whole night, man. We got to clap it up one more time for my dog from the spot, man. Y'all make sure y'all go on all them social media pages. Play it back a little bit. Listen to it. Book them. That's why I go. Get your hair cut. Get an experience, man. Get some laughs. Mm-hmm. It looks funny, man. Maybe in the air. Especially if you come in on the weekend. So I'm not happy Friday. You're going to hear a whole story, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> look. That's been the same thing all week. Look. Y'all make sure y'all tune in next week. And it's your boy, Nico the Great. Melanie Marie, Bug Talk STL. And we out. You made it. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of this place where the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi. Mom, can we go to the pool? And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV with your ass she ass.